Hello and welcome to Re-Energize. This is the place to discover more about emerging tech in offshore renewables and how we will meet our future energy needs. My name is Chris Del Valle, Innovation Manager at ORE Catapult, the UK's leading research and innovation centre for offshore renewables. In 2023, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. Over the last decade, we have seen a remarkable transformation in the offshore renewable energy sector, and ORE Catapult has been at the very heart of this. Today, we have a new episode in the mini-series, SME Spotlights, where I'm delighted to be joined by Bill Slatter from Eliveni. Bill, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. How about yourself? Great. Looking forward to the weekend, truthfully, and more importantly, looking forward to this podcast episode with yourself. Excellent. Bill, what is the one thing that people need to know about your blade monitoring solution and how will it help the UK offshore wind sector? We've got a a field-proven blade monitoring solution that allows people to detect damage, but also understand the performance and behaviour of the blades. We've had systems out there for coming up for two years now. We've been helping people on specifically OEMs with their prototype turbines. We've been helping them with some problem solving and other customers with understanding things that are potentially causing issues on turbines. But our ambition is to get onto fleets of turbines so that we can really sort of gather lots of data and start to use sort of bigger machine learning logarithms rather than that. Currently, we tend to have analytical tools that come out with an SI unit. It could be fairly um, obscure SI unit. The physics-based tools we tend to churn out. That's a good intro into Livenai and the solution you're developing at the moment. And I know I'd be really interested in hearing how did you come up with the idea to develop this blade monitoring solution? What inspired it? So in 2015, I was asked by um, a company to go in and help them with the transport monitoring of new turbine blades that were going to be transported to the test centre. We went and picked up some of the uh, instrumentation that was fitted for testing and monitored the transit of that blade to the uh, test centre. Working with that OEM, we did a couple more transport jobs, and we started to look at what other information we could gather using sensors on blades. And that really set us off on the journey that we're on now. We formed 11i in 2019 with the co-founders and really went to town to try and start building the system that we now have. Amazing. Thanks very much for the background there on the idea, the solution you're developing, where it came from. And you mentioned the word journey, and you, you were formed in 2019. In terms of journey... What has your uh, experience with ORE Catapult involved and how has it helped you develop your product or business? We've worked quite a lot with the Catapult, as you know. Initially, my first contact with the Catapult was just asking for advice. It was purely for networking. I was phoned up and asked if they knew somebody that could help me develop the product and the service. And since we formed 11i formally in 2019, we've interacted in a much more formal way with the ORE Catapult. We went in on a KTM for GE and won that. And through that, that allowed us to go in and do a project with the Catapult for a base funded project for the Energy Entrepreneurs Fund. That was a fantastic project. It allowed us to really bottom out some of the um, potential hurdles that we needed to get through to develop our product. It allowed us to speak to customers and we interacted with some of your tech team. One of the best things that we did was we were able to uh, do some experimental work on some of your blades that are left over from blade testing. So we chopped up some blades and had a look at how our sensors could detect that damage. Since then, we've also had some interaction with the AWGP. We've been on two rounds of the West, which is a really fantastic program to sort of help people into uh, the offshore industry. We've also this year been got a place on the Launch Academy, which is really good. This, obviously, we interact quite a lot on that, Chris. 
that's been fantastic so far. I mean, one of the biggest things that has come out of it is that we it looks like we're going to be getting some field trials with some of the big energy companies. And there's obviously all the rest of the business support that comes with it. And I've just signed the grant offer letter for an OWGP grant, which is going to allow us to go out and do some more testing with more machines in the field. So, yeah, OERI Catapult's been a very central part of our journey. We use the, the term journey quite a lot, yeah, <laughs> don't we? And it can be quite cliche, <laughs> but clearly Liv and I and your close collaboration with OERI Catapult in many guises has clearly been quite the journey over the last, what, four years now, hasn't it? Yeah. I wasn't even aware of all of all of the things you just mentioned, despite us working together quite closely over the last few months. In terms of looking forwards, so the UK offshore wind industry is growing rapidly year on year. And I'd love to ask you what you see as the main opportunities in the future for those hoping to develop within the UK's offshore wind supply chain. It is a massive opportunity. Obviously, the UK at the moment is the superpower of offshore. We need to make sure that we, we can maintain that place. The other countries obviously going into offshore in, in a big way. The US is going all guns blazing. It's a very exciting time. But there's the opportunities that come with that are massive. We've got skills. We've got anywhere where there's a port, there's going to be infrastructure development. But obviously where we're really interested is the innovation that it's going to bring. People are going to keep on trying to push for bigger turbines. So it's going to require new technology. And that's where there's going to be all of these different avenues that people will be able to produce technology to reduce the costs and increase the reliability of these machines. So that's that's what really excites me. And I think that's probably one of the things that obviously excites the Catapult as well. Absolutely. As you say, the scale of the challenge and then the innovation that's needed is obviously one of the most exciting things, as well as probably one of the most daunting things about the industry <laughs> that, we're, that we're both in. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're coming towards the end of this episode of our mini-series, and I've got one last question for you, Bill. What is your advice for any potential innovators with an exciting new idea who are listening to this right now? It is a journey. That's, that's definitely something that a recurring theme. <laughs> but to start with, make sure people need what you propose. Make sure that there's a genuine need. We know that people need more information from their blades. It's not a fast journey. You know, you've got to Make sure that people know you're about. Wind energy is also this conservative industry. And being present counts for quite a lot. Offshore is particularly conservative. You know, we've done a lot on onshore, which has allowed us to sort of develop our technologies for offshore. But yeah, there's a bit of a war of attrition. You've just got to keep on going and make sure that if you need to change direction, do it. Keep your eyes open and make sure if you're taking the wrong avenue, don't be scared to turn back and have another go at it. I think that's one of the key things that we're good at, you know, and that's, that's, that's when, when you're a small company, you can do it. That's amazing advice, Bill, as you say, being flexible and being able to recognise when it's time to change course is good advice for anyone at any point in their life. Bill, thank you so much for taking part in this episode of the SME Spotlight series of Re-Energize. 